kind and I'm here to tell you about the Kardashev scale. Why is there a scale? Well, it's hard to have an intelligent conversation about something if you don't have a way to think about it critically. A classification scheme is one way for creating a framework for critical thinking, causing you to create criteria for the different levels. How did we get the Kardashev scale? Russian astrophysicist Nikolai Kardashev created the scale in a paper he published in 1964 called Transmission of Information by Extraterrestrial Civilizations. The scale measures a civilization's level of technological advancement based on the amount of energy it is able to use. Think about it this way. Would you be more impressed by the friend at your camping trip who lights the fire with flint and steel or who pulls out a a little device that causes a laser beam from a satellite in orbit to ignite the fire? Those are two different solutions to starting a fire, one of which requires far more energy and coordination than the first. What is the scale? Well, there are three types in the classic Kardashev scale, frequently referred to as K1, K2, K3, or 1, 2, 3. A type 1 civilization is also called a planetary civilization. It has the capability to use all of the energy of its planet, a technological achievement that a K1 society would likely have is weather control. Example of this would be any science fiction movie that shows Earth as united under one government, or at least in close cooperation, such as the movie Interstellar and the Space Odyssey series. A Type 2 civilization, also called a stellar civilization, can use and control energy at the scale of its planetary system, i.e. the entire solar system. Technological advancements that K2 civilizations would likely have is the ability to terraform and the ability to build mega structures. An example of a near type 2 is the TV series The Expanse. Most space operas fall into this category, by the way, such as any Star Trek. I wanted to play Star Wars here too, but since the Sith Lords frequently entertain ruling the entire galaxy, Star Wars must be nearing K3. Contrast that with Star Trek, where in Star Trek, the galaxy is still a vast place, and it takes lifetimes to span the the galaxy, even with the warp drive. Another delightful noir cyberpunk 
book series is the Takashi Kovacs novels by Richard K. Morgan, the first of which, Altered Carbon, was made into a Netflix film. A Type 3 civilization, also called a galactic civilization, can control energy at the scale of its entire host galaxy. In movies that are about K3 civilizations, the people are able to casually travel the wide reaches of the galaxy. And the galaxy is as well known as any of us today see the Earth. The most famous example of this in movies would be, as I've already said, Star Wars. More choices are Jupiter Ascending, as well as the French science fiction movie Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. In literature, we have books like Werner Vinge's Zones of Thought and Isaac Asimov's The Foundation. The Vinji book showcases civilizations up and down the Kardashev model, and so I highly recommend that to those who have a love for alien civilizations and interest in the socioeconomic development of those civilizations. Recently, Apple TV has produced and is streaming The Foundation as a multi-series TV show, and it's very enjoyable and well acted, so go check it out. A feature movie-length script that Hal Dace and I wrote called Miss Weisenheimer and the Aliens falls into the K3 category as well, but with the unique angle that despite having the ability to casually travel the galaxy like in Star Wars, there are no aliens. So the film focuses on that mystery. I'll put a link to the short film version of Miss Weisenheimer and the Aliens in the show notes. The short film version of the feature-length movie, by the way, won an award at a Belgium film festival. Is the Kardashev scale any good? As you've heard on the show, it does help quickly categorize levels of civilization. A common criticism is that the jump from K2 to K3, from controlling the energy of a solar system to the ability to control the energy of all the suns of a galaxy, is too big of a step. But that said, it did actually do the job when analyzing those science fiction movies. Another criticism is, well, what about beyond K3? This brings us to the next topic. Typical additions to the classic Kardashev scale. At the front of the scale, it's typically to use K0 for civilizations that are just starting out or have yet to master energy generation. At the other end of the scale, it's common to add level 4 for beings who can control or use the entire universe. Because seriously, why would a Sith Lord stop at making only a galaxy of beings unhappy when she could put an entire universe into a bad funk? 
Adding level five brings us a category for those who control collections of universes, or said another way, multiple dimensions. For those who've seen Valerian, remember the scene where Valerian is trying to extract uh, something from another dimension, where other denizens of this universe will go to this other dimension for a vacation. So you can see that that society has multiple dimensional uh, capabilities. Another example is for those who've seen the Thor movies. K5 gives us a category for the Asgardians. Now, what about the dangers of advancing on the scale? I mean, you see us here today. We're at uh, Kardashev below K1, and we're trying to get to the next level. And, you know, things aren't going so well with how we're treating the Earth. There are many historical examples of human civilizations, other than the one that we're living, undergoing large-scale transitions such as the Industrial Revolution. The transition between Kardashev scale levels could potentially represent similar dramatic periods of social upheaval, as they entail surpassing the hard limits of the resources available in a civilization's existing territory. A common speculation suggests that transitioning from Type 0 to Type 1 might carry a strong risk of self-destruction, since, in some scenarios, there would no longer be room for further expansion on the civilization's home planet, as in a Malthusian catastrophe. Excessive use of energy without adequate heat disposal, for example, could plausibly make the planet of a civilization approaching Type 1 unsuitable to the biology of the dominant life forms and their food sources. Look at the Earth as an example. When the sea temperatures exceed 35 degrees Celsius, that would jeopardize marine life and make the cooling of mammals to temperatures suitable for their metabolism difficult, if not impossible. So the gamble is by the time a civilization reaches type 1, it may have colonized other planets or created O'Neill-type colonies so that waste heat could be distributed throughout the planetary system. The limitation of biological life forms and the evolution of computing technology may lead to transformation of, of the civilization into becoming a digital civilization. There are some books that follow characters through the changes that happen to a civilization as they climb the Kardashev scale. Most movies and books are about a civilization that stays within its Kardashev level. But there are some books that follow characters through the changes that happen to a civilization as they climb the Kardashev scale. Charles Strauss Accelerando describes a progression from K0 to K2. In Italian, accelerando means speeding up and is used as a tempo marking in musical notation. In the Strauss novel, it refers to the accelerating rate at which humanity and the novel's characters head towards the technological singularity. This story focuses mostly on human culture. To the author's credit, he does all of this in one book. The Werner Vinge novel's Zones of Thought shows civilizations climbing to high parts of the scale and coexisting with each other at their various levels. Also, it talks about the fall of civilizations back to lower parts of the scale. And like the foundation 
There is a group who is interested in helping to prevent a fall or helping to shorten the dark ages that follow that civilization after a fall. This series contains a lot of wonderfully thought out and dramatic alien culture. So the next time you're sitting with your friends and family, show them your knowledge of the Kardashev scale when they watch the movie. And you can say things like, oh yeah, Star Wars is a K3 civilization, could totally wipe out the Federation because they're only K2. It's the 22nd century. And although there's no faster than light drive, Governments and religious organizations fund voyages by giant ships that spend multiple generations in voyage to Earth-like exoplanets. Young Arcady feels blessed to be born aboard the ship when he did because the ship will soon reach its destination and it will happen during his lifetime. But he's heartbroken that instead of being trained as a pilot, he is stuck training to be a farmer because those skills are more important for creating their civilization and completing the abandonment of Earth and the troubles they left behind. But once their ship makes planetfall, the strife left behind a millennia ago resurfaces, starting with the murder of his sister. After the mysterious disappearance of other generation ships, Arcady now, an officer of the Space Force, suspects that someone close to him is killing his people. This murder investigation space opera is a novelette by Lancer Kind and it's called Memories Victims. It is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble's Nook. We have got tons of goodies in the show notes for you. It's a feast. We've got a picture of the how to view the Kardashev scale from K1 to K3. We also have tons of links to all the books and movies we referenced in the show. So if you have a fancy to go watch some Expanse, there's a link to it in the show notes, among with the books that we refer to as well. There is also a link to the short film, Miss Weisenheimer and the Aliens, its Facebook page, and a TV interview about the film. Director Dace and I would love it if you go like the Miss Weisenheimer Facebook page. For those of you who haven't met Isaac Arthur, a futurist who frequently does shows on YouTube, we've linked in a bunch of shows about the Kardashev scale, which you will surely enjoy if if you're looking for some more long-form entertainment, each of his shows are about 30 minutes to 45. And yet another link is if you enjoyed this show, you will enjoy listening to the Sci-Fi Thoughts episode with JPL scientist Jonathan Jong, who talks about extraterrestrial intelligence in the Milky Way galaxy. Links to all of this stuff is in the show notes. Whoa, Lancer, where's the show notes, you ask? The show notes show up right in your podcast player. You just need to open it up and scroll looking for text that looks like kind of like a web page that you can tap on. If you don't use a podcast player, go back to the web page where you downloaded this MP3. 